This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Eugene Nedley, private investigator and known bird lover, had just bought the hot new food trend, French fries. But at the very moment as he was about to chow down, someone knocked the box of fries from his hands. My fries! No! No, not my friend. I've saved you from a fat saturated with hellfire. Who are you who defried and deprived me? Behold, from the shadow steps, I, the greatest detective in America, Hawthorne P. Westwood, born in Oakey, veteran of the mean streets of Chicago, solved the case of the too many bees, saved Senator Stevens from the Prussian honey pot, infiltrated the Red Pubes. There is none who rivals me. Master of disguise, lockpick, peeper, super genius. I do it all. That is why they call me America's Sherlock Holmes. Don't you mean Sherlock Holmes? Who? The famous detective novels I'll by... Oh, pish that posh. Don't talk to me of gutter books that belong in the trash. I mean real literature. The 10-volume, self-published-by-me series, Sherlock Holmes Detective Extraordinaire, all based on my actual adventures, lightly fictionalized to avoid lawsuits. Buy it from me. 10 easy installments. Buy it from me. Now. Easy installments? Those are my favorite kind. Fizzin'. Yes. <laughs> I'll get you financials later. Uh, any, uh, any usury laws in this state? Nah, no matter. But know this, Gene Nedley. I know about you. I attended that play they did on your heroics solving the walking shark problem. In real life, it was a whale, but sharks were cheaper to explode and plays are dumb, so... So nothing. You and your assistant, Angus... Angus. Yeah, well, once when I was a boy. Anyway, you must aid me. I'm here on urgent business. What is it? Shh, 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 shh. No, not, not, not now. At your office. I'll tell you only then. Both you and Angus. So we should head there now? You're not going to say anything until we get there? We'll just walk in silence, I guess. It's a bit of a... You sure? We could talk about the weather. Or birds. No? Oh. You're miming 
locking your mouth with a key, uh-huh, and you're tossing that key away. All right, all right, this is gonna be a long walk. A long walk indeed, as self-proclaimed world's greatest detective Hawthorne P. Westwood kept Mum all the way back to Eugene and Angus's office. Okay, we are here, so. Wanna wait for Angus? We can at least talk birds. What's your favorite bird? I reckon you're a warbler fan. What's your favorite warbler? Goldwing? Bluewing? Prothonotary? Hmm. Nothing. Guess we'll just wait. A few hours later... Sorry, traffic was abysmal. And then I had a flowering shrub that needed some... I don't prune and tell. So it was really... Um... Who are you? <sighs> and now I can tell you. Hawthorne P. Westwood, America's Sherlock Holmes. Oh, like those terrible books. Madeline got conned into buying a set and... She loves them. No, she... Loves them. Yes, we get it. <laughs> I'm blushing. Now shut up and sit down. More. More down. Lower. Lower. There. I come on urgent business from the Consolidated Prune Consortium of Chicago. Now, prunes are currently America's favorite snack. They taste good going in and are easy going out. But suddenly, the market is awash with new snacks. Salty, sweet, savory, fatty, other, and prunes are being pushed out. Now, they hired me to see what sort of poppin' jay is behind it. And I have deduced there's one man behind it. Flavius Flavors, and one company, Onesimus Sweets. They're after my friend's fudge. They're after all our fudge. But why? That's the mystery. Why does this corporation want to foist chocolate and chips upon us? They probably just want to make money, don't we all? I mean... Ah, piffle. Then they just get into cocaine or stocks. No, no, no. No, no, no. This goes deeper, and I need your help. You sleuth it, I hard-fisted, and I cut you in for 10% of my fee. 10%? It sounds like we're doing most of the work. That's business, my little corn fritter. It doesn't even sound like a case. He's like Jay Gould or Rockefeller, a businessman. He buys companies and sells things. I don't you see... You don't see because you only got one eye, and you don't touch because you only got one hand. I can still see and touch just ask that flowering shrub. Oh, you soft East Coast investigators. You don't get it. We Western stock are hardier, distrusting her. In Oklahoma, our handshake is a kick in the rear. We bob and we where you just crochet. How'd I make my bones, you ask? You have bones? A whole skeletal collection. I earned my first fortune as a lawman in the unorganized territories. Crime there is so thick you can shovel it. So the banks passed a law where you get 500 cash for every bank robber you kill. No questions asked. With that, you can make fast ready money. There are that many bank robbers. When it's no questions asked, everyone is a bank robber if you know where to shoot. Catch my man? That's no good. We all have regrets. I left too many people alive. Everyone is walking greenbacks there. But soon Chicago came calling, and I packed my talents and went there. 
wrote my novels, solved many cases, went national, then things, etc., etc. Yeah, you know. And now I procured this big prune payday, which I am very generously cutting you in on. So, what do you say? Deal? Deal. Eugene! Sorry, I'm just very agreeable. I was voted biggest pushover until someone asked to be biggest pushover and I let them have it. So where shall we begin? We did not agree to... What even is this case? You know the governor. He's at his city office. He's supposed to be in Albany, but it's, you know, Albany. Then let us spin our way there while the sun shines. Politics ahoy! And with that, they headed to the governor's office. Elsewhere, Shandel was meeting with the head of the League of Jewish Voters. So you'll vote for me? <laughs> uh, no, I'm here to convince you to give up your Fakakta run. You're the head of the League of Jewish Voters. Your job is to encourage us to run and get elected. That's not it at all. My job is to get Goyim to run and then maybe give us some consideration. What you are doing is for attention. You're drawing a target on the whole community. I'm trying to help us. Help us? Help us, she says. What party are you running with? Democrat? Republican? I'm just running as me. Ay, 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 you're giving my service, service. I'm sick of people telling me what to do. I've known you since, well, ten minutes now, maybe. We run in different circles, but, bubble, you know what I do. I think I do. Is it crush dreams? Dream crusher? You should meet my mother, her. She was a... Anyway, I make maror. Bitter herbs. <laughs> I know what maror is. It's for the Passover Seder plate, to remind Jews of the bitterness of slavery. I make it year-round. For whom? Who's buying bitter herbs in July during a darb? I don't know. I just make Who it. Who is buying it? I don't know. I put it out, and the next day it's gone, and there's a few golden coins. I think it's probably a demon or a curse. Maybe. I don't know, and I don't care. I don't rock the boat. You keep your head down, put out your maror, and take the coins. I don't even know what that Exactly. If we don't stand up and <sighs> take our place small. and... Start small. No. Ah, I tried. I won't get my pickle in a twist about this, but don't expect an endorsement. And when the Tammany Mucky Mucklers here, oi, best wear a steel bustle. I'm not scared. I can do this. Sure, I don't have a team or a campaign staff or experience. Or the know-how, and I decided to do this on a whim, but I got the chutzpah to go out there and... Hello? Oh, he left. Oh, but he left me some chicken soup. <gasps> it's good. Oh, I realized I left my... Uh... Oh, you're eating. Um, it. I thought this was... Uh... No, my lunch, but uh, why would you respect... I barely had any... Oh, no, 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 no. It's yours. Really? I barely. No. You. Fair. Fair. And as Shandell and Herschel passively aggressively offered the soup to each other, across town, Governor Roosevelt was meeting with Kame, the Japanese delegate, about her presentation at the fair of past and future. And you shot all these animals. All of them. <laughs> Bang, bang. And you keep the heads as a warning to their families not to try and attack you. Or to prove my masculinity to myself and others. Mostly myself. Your primitive hunting prowls must attract 
all sorts of local fertile women. My dance card is full, but enough of that. I know you do not believe it, but even in Japan, not everyone is as advanced and forward thinking as me. I lecture them often and tell them how wrong they are. They appreciate it. It's why they sent me to you moronic peoples. They saw me off and joked and said, don't come back. And even as a joke, bought me just a one-way ticket. Well, we're glad Japan sent a delegation for the fair. You are concerned since last time at the Columbia Exposition, you just put our envoy in a cage and threw peanuts at him. That was a different time. Seven years ago? And, oh, this floor is so dirty. My custom-built American indoor shoes are filthy. I try to respect your dumb customs, but such cruelty you impart upon the floor. But it's not only floors. Our ceilings are filthy, too. See all that soot and oil? Oh, wonderfully simplistic. Yes, we are amazing. <laughs> I enjoy negotiating with the Japanese. I should Governor, do it Governor. more often. Also, Governor! Governor! Eugene, don't burst in here. I'm entertaining a foreign dignitary. No, no, please. I enjoy watching local customs and buffoonery. More material for the guidebook I am writing. A smart guide to a stupid place. Fourth edition. I've already planned out several editions. A celestial. <laughs> and from the decorations and the demeanor... Nipponese? Yes. From Edo, northern part? Oh, delightful. You are almost as clever as a Manchurian. The stupidest of the eastern peoples. This is most annoying. Sorry, Governor, but these two feel now, that... There's no time, Angus. Shut up. Governor, whatever, I'm Hawthorne P. Westwood. And I have a story to tell. And then Hawthorne launched into an unnecessarily long and often profanity-laced tirade about Onesimus Sweets Corporation. He spun yarn about purported dirty deals in consolidation of chocolate shops across the Midwest. Then, tangent about his sexual attraction to certain porcelain vases. It was a bit hard to follow. Finally, Roosevelt stepped in. All right, I get it. You hate this corporation. But why? Chocolates are great. And the real evil are the supervillains big stick sticks down. Not some soup behind a desk. Also, Onesimus sent me this giant congratulations assortment. They are solid. Mm. Uh, well, some are solid. Others are filled with all sorts of goodies. Nuts, raisins, goo. Oh, in fact, I want some right now. Mm, mm. Ooh, yes. Mm. 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 Oh, that's good, good. Governor Roosevelt. Mm. Okay, look, they don't seem to be doing anything illegal. The market will solve this problem. People won't stand for a company spread so thin. People don't want to buy wagon wheels from a company that also sells bird cages. That's madness. People want to go to eight or ten different stores every day to just get things done. If shopping doesn't take five or so hours, how would women and servants fill the day? You're out of your mind, man! I love how stupid this is! What can one expect? Your hiragana only has 26 letters, and they are so basic. Hey, Q is a nice letter. Mm, 
No. Come, Valance. Let us depart. It seems this politician is already deep in the cocoa pockets of big chocolate. No, I am not. I... Oh, darn. I got ganache on my waistcoat. <clears throat> I storm off. Good day. Okay, well, uh, I guess we're going now. Good to see you. You too. Stay safe. The big stick can't save everyone all the time. Huh, Madam Carney, do you want some of these confections? Perhaps. Mm. Ooh, yes. Do they have one stuffed mm. with you? Oh, probably. It's a sprinkle mm. or Ooh, yes. Surprisingly, the state government was not the solve to the snack problem. So, out on the street, Hawthorne considers the case. I shall add that Celestia to our suspect list. Oh, this could be a Japanese plot. I don't think so. Closed minds catch no cats. But let's move on. For now, here's what we do. Listen close, Eugene. You too, I guess, Angus. Angus? No, that's not it. Rather, a source of mine told me that Onesimus Corporation recently filed with the New York Tax Board. They had to submit paperwork. And where there is paperwork, there is clue work. So, here's what we do. You both go to the tax office and get a copy of those forms. I will have a nap storm. That's where I nap and storm up ideas. Why don't you go to the tax office? Because it's boring. We'll meet back at our office. It's not your... It's our office. Exactly. Our office. Me and Eugene. And you. Us. We. It's why the French are the most inclusive, because they always say, we, oui, we. Oui. That's... Bravo. I do not like him. But we should go to the tax office. Why should we do anything he says? He's giving us 10% and we're desperate. I've looked over our books and they're terrifying. And not only because I put your copy of Mad Monster Monthly in there. Those monsters are just so mad. Why? Nature beasts. Shall we? For our rent, I'll do it. Meanwhile, below their feet, the patchwork villain piecemeal was being shown a possible lair by a hard-working real estate broker. What really sings about yes. this lair yes. is the character. You get the arches, nice detailing on the keystones, and you pull this stone, the whole thing collapses for a dramatic death. Indeed. But it is in the sewer, this open waste channel is. Uh, authenticity. Slime, crime, they rhyme. You can't deny a rhyme. True. Plus, it sort of matches your whole look. My... The big stitches, the bits of him and her all cobbled together. You got that whole Franken... No, 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 no. Don't say that. Mary Shelley Bastard's name. I am original. I am unique. I, I am an artiste. Of course. New York loves its artists. Everyone's an artist nowadays. Not like me. Oh, no. No one... Is like right, me. right, right, yeah. So, uh, since the whole big stick thing, villains have been flooding the city. So lairs are in high demand. We got some dens of iniquity, a couple flop houses, but if you want to climb from here, I would put in an offer as soon as can be. Yes, uh, hmm. it may be just to my liking. <laughs> you know, my story is hmm, complex. Okay. You see, I was a prisoner 
in a monastery until I tried to escape with a comrade. But it was a trap, and I was put in a cell. Mm -hmm. But a fire broke out, and I met a Jewish scholar who lived in a secluded room decorated with skeletons from his own family. Oh, like in that Got the Car novel, Melmoth the Wanderer. No, no, no. I, I am original. My story never before happened. I, I, um, I also spent time brooding on the moors about my life and all resentment and hatred. Mm -hmm. Very withering heights. Very not withering anything. Almost everything I do have been done before. (sighs) Now, so you, I'll leave my unique mark. So, (laughs) the lair. Luckily, I have a patron, so money is of no concern. (laughs) Here, I'll just, uh, I'll put it in this... Carpet bag. Oh, just like the end of the Confederate's regret. What? No! I shall make this city quake. Not until this goes into escrow. And I need you to sign a few documents back in the office. Fine. To the documentarian. Office. Just an office. And so Piecemeal bought a sewer lair. But what could this patchwork of corpses brought back to life with dark science want? We won't find out now, because now we go to an even scarier locale, the tax office. Next. We want to request some files. In regards to... Is that your name? What? This nameplate, it says Amos Barfpile. Yes. Your surname is Barfpile? Gene. No, it's fine. Yes, I am a Barfpile. Huh. I come from a renowned family of regurgitators. My great-great-granduncle was a regurgitator for Queen Ulrika Eleanor of Sweden. He could drink seven cups of water and then vomit them out in each color of the rainbow. My grandfather could drink an aquarium and then bring forth six fish and seven small turtles that would then form the shape of the cross of Byzantium. Neat. Verily, my family was so tied to the wonders of regurgitation that our name became synonymous with it. My antecedents made barf and barf made us. That's where the tragedy comes in. Oh no. Oh yes. I was born unable to vomit. I am the black sheep. And so, while my six sisters tour with the Ringling Circus as the Barfettes, I, in shame, am here as a lowly city accountant. Woo. We're looking for information on the Onesimus Sweets Corporation. So you can't barf even a little? I'm not bitter. I'm just sad. So, about the forms. Thank you for asking about my name. Your seemingly rude question lighten my mood. Let me get you those files. See, Angus, always ask personal inappropriate questions. That's the lesson. After a few minutes of looking, the accountant returned with the paperwork. Here you go. Um, don't you need them? They have stamps, so I think we're clear. Is it even legal to give us these? Flip if I know. I am grossly unqualified. I only got the job because of cronyism and the spoil system. Well, thanks for all your help, Barfpile. Surely. Hey, all I ask is that the next time you vomit, think of me. Will do. And 
With that, Angus and Eugene headed out. Amos Barfpile would later die during the First World War. But just before he died, he managed to vomit. And not just any vomit, but a projectile vomit that flew across no man's land and hit a German officer right in the face. So that's something. I I mean, I guess. Anyway, uh, back at the office, Eugene looked through the papers as an old friend stopped in. Knock, knock. Ah, Shandle, what are you doing here? Oh, just stopping by. I'm turning my old detective office into my campaign headquarters. Fizzin. What are you working on? Not quite sure. Seems there are all these companies and this guy Flavius Flavors is dumping a whole lot of sugar on the market. Sweet. Sour and sweet. Like that chicken I had down on Mott Street. Huh. But there's so many pieces. You know what would be good? If I had a board and some yarn and I could use the yarn to make lines between different things. That sounds stupid. Hey, girly, shut up. What? Tis me, Barty the Yarner. And I got this big basket of yarn to sell. Would look really good on a wall connecting various pieces of a grand conspiracy. Hmm? Uh, I don't know. Shandle said it was stupid. Oh, fine then. I have other interested parties. Others? Interested? No. I'll take it all. I don't care about price. Just leave it and bill me. Enjoy your yarn. Barty, you've done it again. Oh, this is good quality. This will string nicely. But I still need a board. Then maybe I, Yachty the Boarder, can help. I have a wonderful assortment of boards, all different sizes and shapes just for you. Shut up, sell it, and bill me, you beautiful board man. Oh, sure, sure. Coming right up. Now, hang this here. Ah, that's as beautiful as a red-tailed hawk. So what have you found on this Flavius Flavors fella? Not much. He's very slippery. Like the self-lubricating lipsy vines of Formosa. Shinedell, nice to see you. I was in the privy. Yes, women use the privy. Does that shock you? Huh? No, I'm a woman and I use it all the time. Perhaps too much. Maybe a doctor I should see. Sorry, it's just that I'm so used to defending myself from, well, everything. This world is very tiring. Ah, tell me about it. I just did. Last dealing with Hawthorne P. Westwood. Oh, the detective? You know him? Oh, by reputation. He was a great investigator, a true genius, even with those drek books, but... But? My least favorite conjunction. I don't know much about it. He fell into the bottle and other vices. Got thrown out of the detective league for stealing a widow's money and betting it all on a horse race. Didn't even bet on a horse. He bet on a cow that he tried to attach wheels to and drive it across the finish line. The jockeys gave him a thrashing and then he killed the cow and lived inside it. Right on Michigan Avenue. Doctor said it was mental stress. He's been trying to rebuild his reputation, but mostly he takes shady jobs for consortiums and cabals doing dirty work no honest investigator would do. Or something. As I said, I don't know much about it. Well, we'll keep that in mind, but he's been on the level so far. Oh, also, just a stab in the dark here, but do any of you actually know anything about running for political office? I mean, (laughs) I know all about it. I'm very smart, but just uh, asking for... Yeah, just to see if you know. Politics is not my forte. I hear there's this, what's it, president running things, but... From what I've read, it's mostly bribes. Yeah, I probably need money for that. I really should plan more. Zygazunt! She's fun.
I should fill in Hawthorne on what we found. What about what Shindell said? I think Hawthorne wants to put his life back together in his own strange, sometimes terrible way. That's good. And if he is a great detective, we could use the help. Fine. I'll remain cautiously optimistic. Where is he anyway? On the roof, laying in a sunbeam like a cat. Maybe you should bring him some yarn to bat around. You know what? I shall. Anne just took a ball of blue yarn and headed to the roof. Roofs were a concern in Midtown as well, where the pavilions were being constructed for the fair of past and future. An emissary of the fair's main sponsor was going over the blueprints with the head architect. These columns should be Doric. We need not be ostentatious. Listen, Cato. I know from columns, so slow your horse's trot. Oh, Flavius Flavus himself has given me strict instructions. Instructions that I am relaying to you. You're a bit uppity. Hmm. And you're... Replaceable. So what do you want with this thing? <laughs> the rhombus of progress is the very nerve center of the fair. It is the hub and the showcase for a whole line of new products by Onesimus Sweets. The fountain is vital, as are the syrup taps here, here, and here. <laughs> oh, it will be a glorious celebration of sugar and fat. A real Rubens painting, I getcha. But... Two problems. You don't own the land that you want to build on, and your timeline is too short. We'd need more time in order... Uh, let me worry about the first, and to the second. The Statue of Liberty was reconstructed in four months. Hmm? You can get this in by the deadline. Fine. Fine. Rhombus of progress it is. And since you are the architect slash promoter, get those pamphlets printed. Don't worry, I am a jack of many trades. Hmm. But not of spelling. There's an H after the R. Now, I have many other errands Mr. Flavus needs doing. In the words of Caesar, Alea Yachta Est. <laughs> Violet. Wait, which Caesar? Ah, oh, mutts. Also, missing an H after the... Oh, do you mean the an H after the R in rhombus or progress? Oh, well... I'll just add it to both. Days passed as the architect worked on the rhombus of Prohogris. Elsewhere, Eugene worked on the yarn wall, but it had not gone well. Somehow, Eugene got snared in the yarn and ended up stuck hanging upside down and looking like a large fly in a yarn spider's web. This is no good. Can't get loose. Maybe if I... No. Blood rushing to my head. That's what I need. Are you here to help me? No, my dear trapped boy. It is your help which I need. I am the valet for Duke de Vinderland. You gave him your card at the inaugural ball. Oh, right. How is he? He's gone missing. Well, Murders is a Roy Gold production. It was written by Jonathan A. Goldberg with music by Matt Roy Berger. It was directed by James Oliva and mixed by Martin D. Fowler. Editing help by Hannah Fairchild. Support this show and others like it with Fable and Folly Plus. Ad-free audio dramas. Yes, please. I like drama in my audio, not in my life. Hear that, Trisha? You better not be stepping. 
What a messy bun who loves the tea. I can't believe I said that. Why will I read anything they write down? Anyway, stay mysterious and I'll who done it toward the butler did it. Ooh, probably. Oh, yes. Eel and goo? Can you imagine? Mmm, what a pairing. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.